0: I just want to start off by saying we're having some uh, electrical difficulties at site here. So if uh, media on the line notice some technical difficulties, please bear with us. Uh, If you get cut off, we will follow up.
1: Perfect. Are we good to go? Excellent. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Good morning. And uh, what a great day to be here. We've got beautiful sunshine outside. It looks like spring is on the air. My name is Shane Getz. I'm the MLA for Laxon and Parkland, and I'm absolutely honoured. Uh, to be here today uh, at Alexander and emceeing this event. Joining me here are my government colleagues, Minister Jason Copping, and also Minister of uh, Indigenous Relations, Rick Wilson. And Minister Copping needs no introduction as the health minister, uh, one of the largest portfolios that we have out there. So on behalf of the Alberta government, I would like to acknowledge we've come together in a traditional territory of the signatories of Treaty 6 uh, we respect the histories, language, and cultures of the First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and all First Peoples in Canada whose presence continue to rip, enrich our vibrant communities. I uh, want to thank uh, Chief George Arcan Jr. and the Alexander First Nations for hosting us today. And I wish to express our gratitude to our elder Victoria Arcan for your opening prayer as well. Um, we're honored to be welcome here to share with you some opportunities to strengthen continuing care in our province and the provide capital funding needed to expand the care in our community. I would like to now invite uh, Minister Copping of Health, the Minister of Health, Jason Copping, uh, to the podium to say a few words. And I apologize for those that are watching me stumble through these reading notes. I typically speak off the cuff, so this is really challenging both of us today. So thank you very much.
2: Well thank you MLA Getson and uh, uh, thank you uh, Chief and to everyone here at the facility for such the warm, a warm welcome and uh, uh, it is a great day uh, to be here. Um, and, and thank you uh, Elder Tony for your starting us off right with your, with your prayer and, and Chief George O'Connor uh, for having us here today to give an update about what's happening with the continuing care capital program. But before I get started though I just wanted to to take a moment to reiterate um, the comments uh, and the statement made by our premier and uh, and our colleague, uh, Minister Ellis, uh, concerning the the tragic death of two Edmonton police officers. I, I just want you know we, we mourn the death, and I, and I want the families and friends of Constable Travis Jordan and Constable Brett Ryan know that our, our hearts are with them. And and, and again. Recognizing that this is a difficult situation for, for many, uh, for those affected by this tragedy and, and struggling with mental health, uh, supports are available. And the AHS Mental Health Helpline is a 24 hour confidential service that provides support, information, and referrals to Albertans. And it can be reached at 1877 303 2642. And again, our, our hearts and prayers. Are with the families of both those constables who were struck down in the line of duty. So once again, it is, a, it is a, it's truly a pleasure to be here today um, on, a, on a spring is in the air, and, and it's quite fitting uh, that we're here in the unique surroundings of the Guipo Tiguao Gamig Elders Lodge on the Alexander First Nation. This lodge provides culturally appropriate care for Indigenous elders and for those with complex care needs right in the heart of the Alexander First Nations community. And it has done so for about 16 years, truly leading the way in creating community-focused continuing care that addresses not just the physical needs, but also the spiritual needs of its residents. We know elders and those who have life experience and wisdom to share are revered in Indigenous culture, and rightly so. They are the traditional keepers of cultural knowledge and history, we also recognize that having culturally appropriate and familiar spaces like these here contribute to the people's overall well-being, comfort, especially at times of great vulnerability. And when we had a tour earlier today, and I want to again, again thank Darlene for taking us on the tour, that you know the comments were made about you know elders coming here and the, the lifespan being increased far longer than they thought it would be because they're in a familiar place with family, with friends, with uh, f- traditional foods being served in the, uh, being served in the kitchen and, and comfort and care in a culturally appropriate manner. And, and, and I want to say that our government, the Alberta government, is committed to providing equitable health care access to all Indigenous people regardless of where they live. And this includes improving access to local health care and other support services, including continuing care. Now, this year's provincial budget includes $310 million over three years for the continuing care capital program, which includes the Indigenous grant funding stream. And I'm proud to say Alberta is the only jurisdiction in Canada with this kind of program and funding stream that is underway. In August 2021, we launched... uh, this funding, the first funding stream, to meet the growing need for Indigenous people. And this program will allow Indigenous people to access the care they need and allow for these valued knowledge keepers to be close to their communities. We invited Indigenous groups and organizations to apply for a one-time capital grant to support the development of continuing care spaces, both on and off reserves and on or off Métis settlements. And I'm pleased to tell you, that Alberta Health is working with successful proponents from this initial Indigenous stream uh, RFP to complete the final steps of the process. And now today, we are announcing that there will be a second call for grant applications through the Indigenous stream coming this summer. The Continuing Care Capital Program has three other grant streams as well. Each one is specialized, but the goal for each is the same to increase continuing care capacity here in the province of Alberta to meet the needs of an aging population in their own communities. We know the need for quality continuing care will continue to grow in the years ahead, particularly given our aging population. And it is our hope that not only will we work with our partners to increase capacity, but together we will strengthen the delivery of supports and services across our entire continuing care system. And in turn, ensure healthier lives for everyone living in Alberta, regardless of age, ability, or location. So once again, thank you so much for the invite and for the tour of this fantastic facility. Uh, and thank you, heartfelt thanks for all the great work that you are doing providing care to Albertans and, uh, and First Nations Indigenous people. And with that, I would like to turn over to my, my colleague and friend, someone who is passionate about doing action Uh, my colleague, Minister Rick Wilson, colleague, uh, Minister of Indigenous Relations.
3: Thank you, you, Minister Copping, for making such an important announcement today. It means so much to the people here. And thank you, Elder, for starting us off in a good way with a prayer. It's always good to start with a prayer, especially on a sad day like today. Chief Arkan, it's so good to be back with you on Treaty 6 territory. I think the last time I was here, we were opening up a a shop for your valve company, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. It's always good to come out here. And it's wonderful to be here at the Kipo Takao Kamek. And I was asking the elder, I wasn't sure what that meant. And she said, at one time, this was surrounded by trees. And so that's where the Kipotakau means comes from and Kamik means the the home, so the home is surrounded by trees. It's beautiful. I love that. I love that name. And you can tell that the elders feel safe and comfortable here. Right away, we were welcomed in. I was going through different rooms and talking to people, and it was they, uh, they really made us feel welcome. That means they're receiving good care, and it shows. Most importantly they are at home in the heart of Alexander First Nation. Too often, elders and other community members are forced to travel from their home to get the care they need. It's simply not acceptable, especially when the need for care is ongoing. And it could mean having to choose between your community and your health, a choice that nobody should have to make. Nobody should be forced to have to leave their community to access basic services like health care. And time and time again, we see that strength and healing are rooted in this communities. Elders are especially important members of their communities. And their knowledge and their wisdom are essential to help guide the youth and the little ones and all the members to live in a good way. And that's why today's announcement is so important. The Indigenous Capital Grant Program. It means more for elders will be able to access the care they need in their own communities. And that's great news for elders in their communities. Having a specific capital grant stream for continuing care of spaces in Indigenous communities is huge. And I thank the Minister for moving forward on that. As Minister Copping said, first of the kind of its program in Canada. And this unique capital grant program is already well underway, like the, well like the Minister just said. The first round of applications from Indigenous communities are being vetted already, with another intake round expected to open this summer. So there's going to be many more opportunities on the horizon. As Minister of Indigenous Relations, you hear me talk a lot about reconciliation. I have a good friend, Willie Littlechild, and he, he always calls me up when I say reconciliation. He says, Minister, what's your action? There's got to be action towards. And so I think the action on this is any part of reconciliation has to be partnership. Incredible things can happen when we, when we meet with Indigenous leaders and government representatives and others to come to find solutions to these complex problems. I've also been told many times my Indigenous-led solutions are the best solutions, and I couldn't agree more. This program includes the best of both worlds. We've got Indigenous-led solutions and we've got strong partnerships. The Indigenous Capital Grants Stream allows Indigenous leaders and communities to build the facilities that best meet the needs of their members and in partnership with government and other organizations. I look forward to all that's gonna come from today's announcement because there's gonna be many more opportunities for us to start these partnerships. Chief Arkan, if you'd like to come up and, and uh, say a few words, uh, it's always an honor to share the podium with you.
4: Thank you, Nelson. good afternoon. Let me first of all thank the residents of. Kaputagama, to uh, allow us to come in here today and to do this announcement. This is your home. And uh, thank you for welcome, welcoming us to come and have a discussion and disrupt uh, those things that are really important, which is to make sure that you feel comfortable and are part of the uh, community and a home here in Alexander First Nation. I'd like to welcome everyone to Alexander First Nation. Alexander First Nation is situated in the Treaty 6 territory. I'd secondly like to thank the Minister of Health, Jason Copping, and Minister of Indigenous Relations, Rick Wilson, for their kind remarks. Welcome to Alexander and MLA Shane Getson for being here again in the Alexander Territory. We really appreciate that. On behalf of our people, I want to welcome everyone here from the Government of Alberta and Alberta Health Services to Kuputagamavik Elders Lodge. In partnership with Alberta Health Services, our Elders Lodge provides independent living and continuing care to support elders from Alexander and other nations as they age. Alexander First Nation was one of the first First Nations in Canada to have a long-term care facility. As a leader in Indigenous care, we recognize the importance of taking care of our elders and our neighbours. When elders are kept close, they nurture and sustain our families. Elders pass on their knowledge, language, and Indigenous ways of living to the youth. Healthy Elders are the future of our nations. The Indigenous grant stream will assist lodges, just like ours, in keeping Elders close to their families, receiving the culturally appropriate care that they need, Culturally appropriate health care is about building trust. Appropriate health care recognizes that Indigenous people have distinct beliefs and needs and respects them. Culturally appropriate health care is also about keeping families together. Indigenous people across the country need to be with their parents and grandparents as they reach the end of their lives in this world before they enter the next Alexander First Nation is thankful our partnership with the Government of Alberta will help provide warm, welcoming spaces where our people can feel safe with their families. Elders deserve dignity and respect as they grow old. Along with AHS and the Government of Alberta, we we all have a responsibility to create vibrant, healthy futures for Indigenous communities. Alexander First Nation is looking forward to working alongside our partners who share our values of Indigenous health care. Sustainable, on-reserve health care will ensure that our families will lead strong, healthy, and connected lives for the next seven generations. It was important for us today to have this announcement here in our lodge a lodge that's been in our community for many years we hope that this announcement will help build more capacity in First Nations throughout Alberta and if we can be of any assistance with the government of Alberta and our First Nations we certainly extend our hand to do that again thank you for visiting our community Thank you for making the announcement today, uh, Minister, and we appreciated all of the time we've spent with you and look forward to our continued uh, relationship with the government of Alberta. Hi, hi, and thank you all very much. I I think Shane Getson is going to be doing some closing.
1: I want to thank all of our speakers, uh, Ministers Copping, Wilson, of course, uh, Chief George uh, Arcand as well, uh, Health Director uh, Marlene Arcand. And I need a correction because um, the elder that gave us our our uh, opening remarks definitely is not a Victoria. It, it was written in here, Tony, Elder Tony, I apologize for uh, just reading off the paper. Thank you so much, sir. You're definitely not a Victoria. <laughs> So, this concludes our formal part of the program, and I'll now turn it over to the press secretary so he can uh, manage the questions.
0: Thank you, Emily Getson, and uh, thank you to Alexander First Nation for hosting us today. Uh, we'll start with questions uh, from media in the room if there's anyone at the mic, um, and then uh, we'll go to the phones. Um, is there anyone who has a question? all right seeing none um we'll go to the phone lines uh operator can put through our first caller yes helen pike cbc calgary hi
4: um i am just wondering so the uh the funding for this is 310 million over three years what portion of that is the indigenous
1: stream minister do you want to take it at the podium here
2: yeah so thank you for the 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 question uh we are still working through the exact amount that's going to be doing that um we appreciate that when we do it's it's uh like the last round of funding that we did we haven't finalized the amounts um partly because you you do a, you ask for uh, expressions of interest we are in negotiations with seven different uh communities to provide um uh, long-term care facilities within the, uh, within the, uh, the, the, uh, either the First Nation on or off reserve. Um, we do the evaluation, uh, and then we do the final contracts. The final contracts amount to be because we have lots of moving costs involved in that. We don't finalize. So, um, so we, we haven't targeted a specific amount. We're going to do a, a, a bid out, uh, to, into the communities and then do a review at this, at this point in time. Uh, just by f- frame of reference, the, um, you know, the, part of budget 2022 included additional $200 million, which part of the stream was for the, uh, the indigenous stream. Uh, so we're taking a similar approach, uh, with an exact figure, uh, as we go as part of the 300 million, but there's an opportunity for, uh, uh for, you know, more than seven, um, you know, coming through the
0: next uh, round of funding. Thanks. Ellen. do you have a follow-up?
4: Yeah. So, um, in the in the funding that's been or is being discussed now, and the projects that are being finalized, uh, how many projects are there, and what do they look like? Are they new facilities? Are they improvements to existing facilities?
2: Yeah. So, so my understanding there, um, the uh, the vast majority, if not all, uh, are are new facilities, uh, and we're finalized, There's seven uh, projects that uh, that currently are in the uh, AHSs in discussions in terms of finalizing the agreements, uh, and we'll have a, um, you know, once those agreements get finalized, we'll be able to do the announcements with the exact dollar amounts
0: at that point in time. you. Hey, have time for one more question. Operator, can you put through the next caller? Thank you. Sherry Narine, wind speaker. Thank you very much. You're announcing capital, this is cost for capital grant, but what about operating costs? How will that be covered?
2: Yeah, so, so again, once we do the, the, um, uh, the capital grants, uh, then we'll, part of the conversation is also ent- entering into operating costs because you can't have one without the other. Um, so that's part of the, uh, the, the assessment and the analysis that's done, which is why it takes, uh, takes some time to finalize the agreements.
0: Thanks, Sherry. Do you have a follow-up?
1: What budget line will those operating costs come from?
2: Uh, I'll have to the the exact dollars. I'll have to get back to you. It'll be un, it'll be under the continuing care uh, budget line, and and as you uh, as you may be aware, um, you know, as part of budget 2023, uh, our government is as as part of the continuing care transformation, uh, we're investing one billion dollars over three years, um, and so a piece of that of, of that one million dollars is actually the investment we're making. Uh, quite frankly we 're making here today uh, announcing today we know and we heard loud and clear during the facility based continuing care review that we need to have more continuing care spaces congregate care living spaces particularly closer to home and that includes in uh, in uh, on on first nations uh, and the 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 facility we're in right now, and again, thanks again for the invite to come here, is, is a prime example of that, and, and they're a leader here. This has been in place for a number of years. Uh, we want to, you know, replicate the success with this and, and closer to home the community, and that's part of our overall um, uh, our, our overall commitment on the continuing care transformation and the uh, the $1 billion. But it, it will be, the, the actual line item will be under continuing care from the operating expense which has increased significantly as part of budget 2023.
0: Thank you very much. Um, I'd like to introduce again, Chief Arkand, who has uh, something he'd like to present. Thank you, everyone. We,
4: uh, as part of our uh, custom, we uh, like to gift people, uh, our friends, Uh, I'd like to do that, but just before we get into that, I I want to uh, say uh, thank you to all the people working here at our lodge, and in particular Marlene Arcand and her staff who work tirelessly uh, making sure that our operations and our funding are uh, supported here and from through the health centre, and and Marlene is our health director here in uh, Alexander First Nation. Uh, I'm going to ask Marlene to come forward. We have a gift uh, for Minister uh, Copping to uh, provide him with a gift. Minister, please come forward. We also uh, have a gift for uh, Minister Wilson. Could we ask Minister Wilson to come forward, please? Uh, We also have a uh, gift for uh, MLA Shane uh, Getson uh, to come forward, Shane. Uh, in our tradition, we we offer gifts uh, of people when they first come to our our homes, and uh, part of that gift giving is also an open door for people to be part of our home. And in Alexander, we have a long standing uh, relationship with uh, a lot of people, and uh, Alexander welcomes particularly uh, the government of Alberta and its representatives uh, to be visit to visit and be uh, part of our community. Again, I want to thank all the staff and all the people living in the home, especially you, Mose. Good to see you again.
1: <laughs> thank you. And uh, carrying on with the tradition, I believe uh, the ministers have some gifts that they would like to, to hand out here as well. So
2: thank you very much, and, and uh, um, in a, uh, a spirit of reconciliation and, uh, and also the importance of, of relationship and working together, um, on behalf of the Alberta government, we have a, a number of gifts. Um, so, Chief, I'd like you to come up first, you, please. And, and for a phenomenal tour, Marlene, thank you so much for all the work that you do in leading, leading the center, and, and thank you. And, uh, and last but not least, um, although we have some more to give, but we won't, we won't do this all online, but Elder, thank you so much.
1: Now this is Victoria. This
0: is Victoria.
2: And then, and then, actually, sorry, Elder Tony. My apologies. Um, thank you so much for leading us off the right way, and for your prayer. And thank you for your. We'll come back.
0: We'll come back. We'll <laughs> gotcha.
2: All right. Thanks again, everybody.